Hey there, it's Danny Eney. I'm the executive producer at Miracy FM, which is the network that publishes the show you're about to listen to. In my day job, I show coaches and consultants in my Hybrid Course University program how to teach their gift through hybrid online courses. We only enroll one cohort of students into the program each year and work with them to build an online course around their expertise to create more leverage in their businesses. That enrollment is happening this month, and the doors will only be open for a few days, from May 22nd through 25th. So if you want to learn more about the program, and maybe get on the notification list so you can join when the doors open, head over to miracy.fm slash hcu. And now, on to our show. Miracy. Every launch, whether it's inside Miracy and the launches I support for my own clients outside of Miracy, there's sort of this like tension that runs through you until that cart closes and, you know, and you just have to, you have to ride it. (laughs) Hello, I'm Cynthia Lamb and you're listening to Behind the Launch, the show that explores the ups and downs of launching a product or a service. So far in the series, we've explored the excitement of a million-dollar launch and the disappointment of a launch that fell far short of expectations. We've regrouped and debriefed and hope has floated again as the Miracy team approaches another launch. Actually, two, since I'm conflating the two launches of September of 2021 and February of 2022. Today, we head into the fray of those smaller launches. Here's Mary Williams, Director of Education at the time. There were a lot of hours this week, very tired. I always love it when someone out in the public can see that and they're like, you know, logically, I think you're working a lot of hours. And I'm like, thank you for noticing. <laughs> and then there's always somebody who's like, I need more things from you right now. So yeah, there's a wide range. But when you're in launch, you kind of have to expect that there is going to be some long days and you can automate as much as you can. There's certainly parts of this process we could still automate further and still deliver that personalized feeling. But overall, you're still going to end up with tiring, tiring days and a lot of support to deliver, you know, and when you're delivering support and more support and more support, like you have to figure out how to fill your own cup. So you know, there's a lot of things I have put aside that I'm not doing right now, making sure I get sleep and like eating proper meals and normal human things is like the next highest priority, I think. <laughs> Here's Joey Gorgi, then director of operations. The thing about launch mode is that when you're working on something, you know that there can't possibly be anything else more important than what you're working on a lot of the time. So you stop checking into the other things because you know it can't possibly be more important than what you're currently doing. For example, just before we spoke, there had been an issue with HubSpot seeming to suddenly lose registrants to a boot camp Danny was hosting the next day. So Joey had been scrambling to fix that. I don't know how this happened because nobody's touched that list. Nobody changed anything. So I was trying to figure out basically what happened to those 40 people that were on the list. Because the event is tomorrow, and if they're not going to get their reminders and all that kind of stuff, like that's going to have a direct impact on the results of the launch. So it's a big deal. Well, that's the thing about launches is that everything feels like a big deal. But yeah, we're more or less sorted on that front. I still don't know what caused it, which is weird. 
but people who should be getting their emails will get their emails. It's like sometimes you feel like you're just putting duct tape all over everything. Even at a company the size of Miracy, it can feel like you're jury rigging at times. Here's Mary again. So I park my car when I get home and I'm unplugging my phone out of Apple CarPlay and I see a Slack message pop up from Jim and Jim and I have code words to help each other out. And one of them, it's like the friend call, like drop everything and run to help me. And it's all caps and it's Mayday. (laughs) So I see Mayday pop up on the screen and I say, you have officially caught my attention. (laughs) What is going on? What is happening this morning? And then we finally start going through all the things. And it turns out that like none of these things are emergencies, not one darn thing, but everything feels really urgent. And like, I don't know what stars aligned in the universe and the heavens overnight, but like, I think it's that roller coaster of anxiety (laughs) and a launch and, you know, and then this and then that. And what people don't realize is like, and all the other usual things are still happening at the same time. I remember when I was more junior, I had less experience with these launches. I would just be so stressed all the time, like waiting for the shoe to drop. And like every time I would have a Slack message, it would be like my heart would, you know, jump into my throat because like what what happened now? You know, like what am I going to have to deal with now? As Mary and Joey are saying, launches are all consuming. But I had to ask Joey, why are they so exhausting? Because when you're the one actually with your finger on the pulse of the launch, you want to be looking at every single email and you want to be looking at every couple hours, how are the trends moving? Like you just really want to have your finger on the pulse. And it's very stressful to be that connected to something that you have not that much control over, but enough control over to like have it fail if you make a mistake. So I definitely prefer being in this position to step back and having someone else be in the front line. That person on the front line that Joey is referring to is Chung Tang. Chung managed the September 2021 campaign. I felt like I was looking at the same thing over and over again, like checking on the same thing over and over again. And because this launch, even though it's actually not that long, and so it's only a 14-day launch, but this project started like 45 days ago. And so for me, I'm someone that likes to sprint and then stop, like sprint to the finish line and then take a break. But this felt more like a marathon. And it felt more like a marathon because there's so many team members involved. And so for me, that was just, it felt more more exhausting. Chung is a veteran of launches, but this was his first time managing a Miracy launch. It's kind of like, it's very focused. It's like tunnel vision. Like I get tunnel vision. And that to me is really good. But for me to excel in this role, I had to not have tunnel vision. I had to step out and look at every little, like from a horizontal view instead of a vertical view. And look at it from a, okay, what are all the things that are happening? And are they all moving forward? Instead of just focusing on one thing, getting it done, and then moving on to the next. But but sometimes when you're in the weeds and you're knees deep, it's hard to let go. All these things that I didn't know had to be done needed to be done. And so that created a lot of stress. Because I was like, oh my god, I what I thought, we thought we were 90% done, we are not 90% done. And it just created so much to-dos in such a short time frame. Another issue contributing to that fatigue might be lack of validation for operations. Here's Joey. Like on ops, there's nobody will say like, congratulations, like nothing went wrong. But when nothing goes wrong, that's when we are like 
we did it. We were perfect. Like we literally got 100% right. When I'm managing events, it's not like that. When you manage events, you're like, wow, that was amazing. No one's like, wow, the page loaded. You know, <laughs> when I click the link in the email, it, it opened to where I thought I was going to go. And yet there's like hundreds and hundreds of these things that are done, you know? You are unsung heroes. We're, I'm going to sing you. <laughs> I'm going to sing you. I think so. All joking aside, operations is where the hard grinding work gets done. So I do hope that they feel sung right here, right now. That said, launches are difficult for everybody involved. Here's Mary, who as Director of Education was directly supporting students. So yeah, there's definitely, you know, an entrepreneurial hustle aspect to some of this. And I also know that the cart officially closes, closes on Tuesday. So to me, energetically, I don't consider myself off the hook until like a week after that, because I know how much goes into a launch. Like even though the cart closes on Tuesday, there's still a whole bunch of people with questions. Now there's people onboarding. And then my counterpart in LMC gym is going to take some much needed time off, which we try to do before the live calls begin, because once they start, we are fully supporting our students. So we don't get the luxury of just sort of taking time off. It doesn't work. We don't have backup any other way. So while he's taking his break, because I took my break before the launch began, then you know I'll be manning all the inboxes and making sure people are supported. So what I will end up doing later as the cohort begins live is I will build in some half days off here and there. I'll take some long weekends and cumulatively, you know, it evens out. It starts to get better. Hearing all of this, you might be feeling concerned about the Miracy team members. How do they cope? What about that famous Miracy self-care? Here's Mary. You know, behind the scenes, we do our check-ins with our supervisors. And the question of the week has been like, how are you making sure you do self-care during this busy time? And and I said, my thing is boundaries. You know, I said, I, I've been really good at boundaries. It's not about saying no. Like, that's kind of funny that my word of the year is no, but it's not about that. It's about, does it have to be done right now? What is the highest priority? And it goes very much back to all the business principles that we teach here. You know, Danny teaches business bottlenecks. And as do we all learn in any business setting. And there's always one bottleneck that's more important than the others. And you solve for that first. And then you solve the next one and the next one and the next one. And sometimes it means that someone has to wait, but that's okay because it still means that their problem will be solved and it's still going to be solved on time. It's just not going to be solved right now. I remember on our, one of our, uh, we have a tech call just, and I felt it's funny because Joe is like, Hey, we typically begin with a personal win or business win. And um, she's like, I don't know. No one has, <laughs> let's, let's, let's say something that we're grateful for. And so we did. And honestly, I really didn't want to say anything because I was just so tired. It's like, when you're so tired, someone's like, tell me what you're grateful for. Like pretty sure that's like, it's really hard for you to say what you're grateful for when you're just, when all you want to do is just complain, like how tired you are, right? Because you want to be heard, you want, but you know what? Forcing yourself, so I forced myself to just pick something that I was grateful for. And by doing so, just my energy changed. It is fair and reasonable to have boundaries between work and life, but it is also up to you to get what you need. That's Tanya Kobu, who was community champion during the May 2020 and 2021 launches. And I remember, you know, Boomi 
Danny's business partner and wife, also Danny, you know, oftentimes says, you know, we all have different needs. For some of us, we need a massage. For others of us, we need a walk. Some of us need a break every 45 minutes. And some of us would prefer to do, you know, a six hour marathon, never leave our desk and then go get a two, three hour break. So you're responsible for knowing what you need to sustain yourself and then communicating it to the rest of us. And then we will move mountains to make that happen. We've spent a lot of time so far on the emotions of the team during these launches. And you may be wondering, what about the results? Here's copy chief April Jimenez. She's wondering too. There are all of these principles that have been used forever in copywriting. And we know that those principles work. But the thing is, is that you, when it's going out the door, it's, you know, it's the best you feel that you could do. Like you can't find anything else wrong with it. You can't find anything you've changed. And then it goes out and then that's the most you can do. Like just kind of sitting on the sidelines, like, okay, like what are the numbers? What's going on? How's (laughs) just like sort of waiting to get these updates. I asked April how she was feeling as she waited. Always a mix of like, I'm really excited. Because like I read what we have and I'm like, oh, this is so great. Like I'm really excited about what we're sending out and what we're, you know, like sharing with people. And but, you know, as a copywriter, like I said, it always comes down to what are the numbers. So there's still that part of me that's like, okay, but don't get, you know, (laughs) like (laughs) don't get too confident, don't get carried away. You're not gonna know until you, you know, have hard numbers to look at whether or not, you know, this is working. So I kind of go back and forth between those two where I'm like, this is really great. I'm so excited about this. I'm like, Well, let's, let's temper that. I mean, it's really cart close. It's really when the numbers, the final numbers come in because now unless like if you just, I don't know, if you had some kind of launch where you're already breaking records before the cart close even happens. Okay. At that point, you know, you know, you're, you're doing really well, but it's usually after for me, that's, that's usually when I go one way or the other about was it successful or not is is after cart close and we get the final numbers. I asked Joey if she had any forecasts. I have no idea how it's going to go in this launch. I expect people are going to enjoy the content because I think the content is strong. I expect people are going to like the bootcamp because Danny's great, a great teacher and great presenter. The way I think about any project is that it's a step in helping us get better in general. And so in this launch, it's the first time we have one of our new team members leading a launch. And so for me, my biggest goal, I guess, for this launch is for him to learn how to manage launches and execute launches well and have like good ideas and be able to act on insights quickly because the more people we have on the team who are sharp minds and you know just plugged into this space, the better we're going to be able to execute all future campaigns. Seeing my team grow and improve, for me, is more rewarding than the sales numbers. Although the sales have to come in in order for us to keep running a business. I understand that too. (laughs) But it kind of all ties together. My expectations for this launch is to learn everything that I didn't know before so that the next launch, it's not so stressful. That's my only expectation. It's just one launch. and. We have many more chances at that, so to speak. So this is this is not a make it, break it or <laughs> kind of thing. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's not. A little bit later in the launch, I asked Mary how the results were looking. With the May launch being kind of disappointing in its numbers, 
I've been like overly curious on numbers this time. <laughs> like what numbers do we have? I'm pulling them up right now while we're talking and they've gone up again. And last time the numbers weren't even at this point. So I'm feeling really hopeful for it and good for it. I feel that way very much that I did not feel back in May when I saw the numbers rolling in with the card open. So that alone tells me that this launch is already going better. Next time, we'll see if that hopefulness was warranted. For now, it seems apropos to return to Joey for this final word. The truth is, launches are like the worst part of the job in 90% of the cases, but it can also be the best part of the job sometimes too. I'm Cynthia Lamb and you've been listening to Behind the Launch. Behind the Launch is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Soul Savvy Business and To Lead is Human. I wrote and produced this episode. Jeff Govertson was my right hand, creating order and clips out of the interviews. Danny Eney is our executive producer. To make sure you don't miss great episodes coming up on Behind the Launch, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please give us a starred review. It is the best way to help us get these ideas out there to more people. Thanks, and we'll see you next time on Behind the Launch. Hey, it's Danny Eaney, executive producer of Mira CFM and lead instructor of the Hybrid Course University. If online courses might be a part of your business plan for this year, you'll be interested to know that from May 22nd through 25th, we're enrolling into the new AI edition of the Hybrid Course University. And we're offering the entire program on a pay-what-you-can basis, so you set the price that feels right to you. If you want to check out the details and maybe get on the notification list so you can join when the doors open, head over to miracy.fm slash hcu.